Hey, teacher friends, welcome to the weirdest school year, like in the history of time. We are starting to truly realize that uh, nothing about this school year is going to be normal. Nothing about this school year is going to be like what it's been in the past. And that's why I thought we totally needed an episode of the This Teacher Life podcast where we take your questions and we dive into some meaningful heartfelt answers. So that's exactly what we are going to do. I took three questions that I am getting asked a lot right now and I thought why are we not giving this audio love to everyone? So let's go ahead and dive in. You've got questions. I've got answers. Let's roll. There is awesome in every single school day. the big question. How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities? Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question, and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta, and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast, This Teacher Life. new to this podcast uh, every other week we try to mix it up so each week I will come on and I will do an episode based off of things that listeners like you want and then the next week we will bring on an amazing educator and do more of an interview style podcast episode so sometimes what I like to do is get questions from you like what do you need what do you want to explore what are you passionate about and then I try to find ways to engage and help you guys so you can go in and crush it in the classroom. So this week's episode is coming from uh, listeners like you who submitted questions on the Instagram, which if we're not hanging out on Instagram, like what are we doing? Come on, let's be friends on social media. But there were quite a few questions that were submitted. And one of them is, God, I just, I feel like we're all just feeling this. And so the question basically talked about stamina. Like how do we build stamina in this career right now? I know a lot of you are having multiple weeks of professional development before the kids even start. So this question is from Larissa. She is talking about um, how do you build stamina for staff and students, saying that they had a three-hour orientation for new staff. It was physical physically draining and completely overwhelming, especially for new folks. Like, how do we not get burnt out? And I totally feel that question. And if you're like, well, shit, it's only August. Like, we're already burnt out and it's August. Know that if you're having that emotion, like, you are absolutely not alone. So, 
My number one piece of advice for building stamina, regardless of what month it is, is why don't we just pick one thing and get amazing at it? I know that even sitting through my own professional development, there's a new textbook series, there's a new this platform, there's a new that platform, there's a new learning series, there's an, and it just feels like new, 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 new. And we're like, well, dang, everything is new this year. So while I understand that we have to have a really vast toolbox, what I also understand is that if we're not careful, we will become decent at a number of things, and awesome at none. So I think for us as individual teachers, we have to pick something and like run with it. We have to decide what is it that you are going to just dominate during the first month of school. Like what are you going to focus on in August or in September and then just become ridiculously proficient at it? Maybe it's a website. Maybe it's part of your curriculum series. Like dive into that and just like go all in. And then once you start feeling like super comfortable with that, maybe next month you can latch on to another thing and then go all in on that. But I think like if we want to continue to burn out, like we're going to burn up every single one of our resource super quickly. So stamina is thinking about the long game. And the long game is we have the next nine months that are gonna be absolutely bananas. Everything's gonna be new. But if we wanna finish the marathon of the 2020-2021 school year, then we have to get great at one thing at a time. All right, like that's that's what we have to get great at. Do you know what I'm picking as my one thing? It's going to sound terrible, but like maybe it's not terrible, but it's going to sound silly maybe is I want to get really good at speaking in a mask. My school is going back five days a week in person. And so that means I'm going to be speaking for like five hours every single day in a mask. And holy crap, you guys. I tried to do that the other day at a speaking event. I had a six hour speaking event. I was leading professional development at a school district and it was the first time that I tried to give energy and enthusiasm and all of me wearing a mask. And it was hard, like I felt like I couldn't breathe. I felt like I was gonna pass out. I felt like I was having a heart attack. Like it was way difficult. So for the very first month of school, like August into September, I'm just going to try to get really good at practicing my breathing, at giving everything of me as a teacher in a mask. Like I'm going to build stamina in that way. Because I think a lot of times, ooh, perk up on this one, it's coming. Kids don't need stuff. They need us. And so, uh, yeah, they, there's curriculum, there's technology, there's all of these things. But I think the number one thing that I can give to kids in the first month of school is who I am as a teacher. That's what's up. And I think actually that connects to the second question that came in. This one came in from so many different Instagram friends. And it was all about Monica. How in the world are we supposed to prepare for multiple modes of instruction? 
I'm a hybrid teacher. I'm a virtual teacher. I'm an in-person teacher. I'm a this teacher. Like what, what, these are new words. Like why are we throwing around the word hybrid? Like we all are supposed to understand what that means. So I think there's a lot of confusion about what our responsibilities are. And so how are we supposed to be amazing teachers when we have like four completely different roles? And what I would say to that is kind of like I said, like pick one thing and get really, really good at it for stamina. What I would say for the multiple modes of instruction is pick one thing that makes you feel like a rock star teacher that makes you you, that makes you the incredible educator that you are and make sure you're incorporating that one thing into every single mode of instruction, every single mode of delivery for students. All right, so the best way that I can explain that is actually by giving you like a real life example. So friends, I... As a teacher and as a speaker and when I do keynotes, I think a lot of times people speak in like riddles and like with these quotes and I'm just super passionate about saying like, here's what I think and then let me give you like a practical example. So the stamina, my practical example, I'm going to try to speak in a mask. Like I'm going to become super good at breathing through a piece of cloth that is like basically causing me to choke. So uh, for the picking one item for multiple modes of instruction, here it is. You know what makes me, me as a person? You know what makes me as a teacher? A bell. I got this bell right here. Hello, you hear that? Mm-hmm. That's a bell. And that sits on my desk when, you know, things were normal. That was always on my desk. But this bell wasn't for like, hey guys, you need to get quiet. Okay, and it wasn't for like, okay, we're going to move on. When you hear the bell, you're going to rotate. No, mm -mm, none of those things. Those are lovely, but it was none of those things. So this bell is known for being one specific purpose in my class. And you know what that purpose is? This is officially called the pun bell. And when I have an incredible joke that's actually probably terrible or when I'm incorporating humor or when I bust out that like mom joke, that dad joke, those jokes that my middle school and high school students love hating, but they in their hearts love them. I ring this pun bell and I'm like, whoa, that was so good. Did you hear that? Like, um, I'll be like, holy mackerel. And I'll hold up a can of dead fish because it's mackerel. Or I'll be like, hey, I've really missed you when you've been gone. And I, I hand them a can of beans. Um, that's another side note. Maybe we'll get into that strategy another time. I was just referencing my canned food trophies. But the point is that I'm using humor and puns as a part of my delivery of teaching. It's who I am as a person. It's something that like makes me, me. It makes me miss G as a teacher. And so whether my students are learning from me online, whether my students are learning from me in a classroom setting with masks on, one thing that is a promise and a pledge to both myself and also my students is that that creates normalcy that's what makes me feel good about being a teacher 
So what is that for you? I don't know. Like, is it uh, special stickers or something special that you wear, right? Like, I know some people are like, I wear uh, a necktie every single Wednesday. Or every single Friday, I wear um, a special pin for school spirit. Whatever it is that you've done in the past, can we make a promise to each other that we're going to continue to do that in multiple modes of instructional delivery because that matters to kids. And what's important to students has to continue to be important to us. All right, everyone, it is time for a fun fact of this episode. And I wanted to take this opportunity to let you know that registration for the Awesome Academy is closing this week, all right? So it is closing here towards the end of August. You have a few days left to get signed up for professional development that is fun and flexible and is happening all year long on the Facebook. Yes, if you haven't heard about it yet, it's called the Awesome Academy. It's a four course series led by me with teachers who are incredible from all over the US and we are coming together and we're gonna say, hey, we're gonna make this entire school year awesome. The Awesome Academy is full of engaging teaching videos that I post. It's full of Facebook Lives where we dive deep and answer the questions that you have in a live environment. It is full of incredibly beneficial, engaging discussions. You get all kinds of teacher swag for signing up. You get free PDF copies of every book that I've ever written. The perks of the Awesome Academy are insane. And not only is it fun and flexible, but it's ridiculously affordable for all teacher budgets and all school PD budgets. I am just so passionate about this opportunity to learn and grow with teachers all year long. And I want to officially invite you one more time. If you haven't signed up yet, you can go to monicagenta.com slash the awesome Academy. The link will be in the show notes and I would love to have you. We are going to laugh and learn all school year long. And one of my favorite perks of signing up for the awesome Academy is teachers will get a took it button kind of like book it remember book it where you would read a book and you would get a personal pan pizza and you got a sticker for your button friends i made took it buttons and after each of the awesome academy courses you can put a sticker on your button and at the end you can wear that button on your jean jacket and be like oh yeah i participated in all four courses it is going to be a game changer for your career and it is going to help make the 2020-2021 school year amazing. I would love to have you in the Awesome Academy. Check it out. You will not regret it. All right, so we've got one more question that I really want to dive into and spend some time on in this episode. And this specific question came from Lighting Up Education on Instagram. But at the same time, this same feeling came through in a lot of questions. 
And it was all about growing professionally this year when administrators and principals are maybe not listening to us or they're putting just an insane amount of pressure on us. Like, how do we do? How do we continue to grow professionally and become the best teachers we can be in the midst of like literally a pandemic? And my answer to that is, friends, I think that this year, we have permission. And, and it might not be like spoken as permission, but I think there's just this vibe in our country. There is this feeling in our hearts that this is the year where we get to stop saying yes to things that don't make an impact. And we get to start saying yes to things that really make a difference. Right? Like we can stop doing those things that have just been done because that's what's happened historically in education. And we can start saying yes to some of those things that before were pushing the envelope, but there wasn't any really pressure to make the change. Here's the pressure, right? Like here it is. Here is the moment. And so if your principles are putting pressure on you for change or or maybe you're thinking like how... Like, how do I convince them that this is a good idea? We push through and we say, all right, I'm going to try it. And like, don't you kind of feel like we have a bit of a free pass that if it blows up in our face that like we tried it, right? We're trying something new. We're trying to reinvent education. Like this is the year where we can truly revolutionize best practice. Like, I kind of see this as this enormous advantage to our career. Obviously, there is nothing awesome about the coronavirus. There's nothing awesome about a global pandemic. But can we find awesome in these moments? Yeah, we can. We can continue to find those little moments of awesome that have the power to change everything. So do you want to grow professionally? Yeah, we all do, right? So what can we do? Sometimes that's as as simple as like reading a book and saying like, my my principal really wants me to grow in SEL. So what do I do? Maybe I I pick up a book, right? Like um, I released a book uh, last year called The Rooted Classroom. It's all about 20 revolutionizing ideas on how to dig deeper with kids into relationships in fun and meaningful ways. If that's what you need, Read it and then go to your principal and say like, yo, what's up? I read this. It was incredible. Can I try this? I believe. Come with confidence and say, I believe this is going to work. Like that's how we can grow professionally. Maybe it's attending a webinar. Maybe it's attending something like the Awesome Academy. Maybe it's freaking having coffee with your colleague from across the hall and saying, Hey, I tried this in my classroom and it worked. Do you want to try it too? Can like we spread this good idea together? I think growing professionally can come in so many different shapes and sizes, but the best way for us to become the best teachers possibly is to figure out what works for us, right? Like what works for you? And for me, it's it's listening to podcasts and it's doing my own reading and it's growing and not becoming stagnant. And I think this year it could be really, really easy to say like, I'm completely overwhelmed. I can't add one more thing to our plate. And while that is so true and I 100% respect that, I think we also have to be careful of like using that as an excuse. 
take care of ourselves this year, focus on our own personal SEL. And once we feel like we are in an okay place, it's time to stretch ourselves. Like I'm just so ridiculously freaking amped up to become a better teacher this year and like have those hard moments that might cause me to cry every once in a while, right? Like to maybe cry on my commute home and think this is not what I signed up for. But then 24 hours later, be like, it's not what I signed up for. It's different than what I signed up for. But how can I take that and turn it into awesome? I really hope that you have enjoyed just hanging out with me for a few minutes. Like, I pride myself on being real with you. I pride myself on not sugarcoating anything, but I also want you to know that like I'm pos- I'm positive and optimistic about the future and I want to continue to deliver meaningful episodes to you guys. So, if you have an idea or a topic or a need, please do not hesitate to shoot me a message on Instagram or to reach out to me via email and drop a message and be like, girl, here's what I'm thinking. Do an episode on this. Like, I want the This Teacher Life podcast to be this burst of energy and this burst of like, I don't know, just like a catalyst for us in our everyday teacher life. If you're enjoying what I'm putting down and you haven't yet left a written review, on the um, iTunes podcast app. Dude, I would love it. Help a sister out, like go and write what you think about this. It simply helps when other teachers are searching for wisdom and truth. When they see up-to-date written reviews from fellow teachers like you, they read those and they think, oh man, if she liked it, Maybe I'll like it too. So I would love that. Take a couple of, of seconds and, and head on over there and do a written review. And I continue to send love and awesome in your direction. We are going to get through this new school year together. And I feel honored that we can make it happen through this podcast and through social media and things like that. So wishing you guys an amazing week. Thank you so much for listening. And most importantly, thank you for living this teacher life.